This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 18th of July. In your Squeeze today, the UK faces extreme heat, National Cabinet's weekend meeting, a change in the property market, and a final trip to space. This is your Squiz Today. While the weather's been pretty cold and extremely wet in many places here in Australia, the Northern Hemisphere is dealing with the disasters that come with summer, and that includes wildfires and record temperatures. The UK is forecast to have their first ever 40-degree day, Claire. A national emergency has been declared. It has, and Britain has never hit 40 degrees Celsius before. The highest temperature that's ever been recorded is 38.7 degrees Celsius and that was in Cambridge in July 2019. Uh, So to hit 40 degrees, which is what they're expecting will happen early this week, is really quite something. Uh, On top of that, overnight temperatures could also hit a peak of 25 degrees Celsius, which would also be a record. Uh, Schools are going to close. People have been told to stay off public transport because they're really worried that the roads are going to melt and also that rail tracks could buckle. So, of course, there are concerns for residents as well. Especially those vulnerable and elderly residents. It's not a country that you'd say is equipped for high temperatures like that. Also, over in Europe, there's dozens of fires burning across France, Greece, northern Portugal, southern Spain and northern Morocco. If we take a look at the weather here at home, though, cold and wet is the order of the day, Claire. Parts of Queensland have been colder than Victoria recently. Yeah, Brizzy had some really low temperatures and some low temperatures as well outside of there. Uh, They're no strangers to frosts and those sorts of things when you get to the west of Brisbane, uh, but particularly cold it has been. Uh, Perth has shivered through one of its coldest weekends for a couple of years. Uh, Also, Melbourne, Hobart and Adelaide really cold a cold blast over the weekend. Uh, if you're sick of Sydney siders complaining about the rain, Larissa, you and I would never be <laughs> accused of that, I'm sure. No. <laughs> Get set for a bit more of it. Yep, there's more rain on the way. Forecasters say that Sydney and the surrounding regions won't get a dry stretch until next month. City has already recorded its wettest July since records began, only halfway through the month. Onto a COVID update now, the National Cabinet that was set to happen today was brought forward to Saturday. Dealing with rising COVID numbers was the big topic, as well as masks and pandemic payments. Yeah, so what officials said after that meeting is that these new Omicron strains are really delivering measles-like infection rates, which means it's very contagious. And that's set to ramp up pressure on hospitals and also doctors over the coming couple of months. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said after that meeting that some consistent messaging around wearing of masks was important. So where they've settled is there won't be mask mandates brought back in, but it's highly encouraged to wear a mask when you're indoors and where people are mixing and they can't socially distance. He also announced the reinstatement of the $750 pandemic leave payments for workers that don't have access to sick leave. That'll be available until the end of September at a cost of around $800 million to taxpayers. If you're wanting to get an idea of the numbers, at the moment Australia's recording a rolling seven-day average of more than 41,000 new cases a day. 
the weather, COVID, the state of the property market. We're covering the big conversational news topics this morning, Claire. There are forecasts that the housing market here in Australia could be heading for its biggest correction in 40 years, with prices and auction clearance rates dropping. Yeah, and certainly in the big markets of Sydney and Melbourne, that correction is taking place. Clearance rates at auctions in Sydney fell below 50% for the first time since before the pandemic. And also when you look at the Melbourne market, sellers have cold feet. There's very few new listings. There's about 17.6% down compared to a year ago. Uh, As for buyers, they're really just taking their time at the moment. And what analysts say is that's because no one wants to pay money at the moment for a new home when those prices could continue to go down. They are expecting home prices to decrease by about 15 to 20% by the end of next year, and that is thanks to interest rate increases. In finance news, ANZ looks set to buy Suncorp Bank in a deal worth around $5 billion. More details are set to come out today, Claire. Yeah, what the reports say is that it looks like they settled things on Friday. As listed companies on the stock exchange, that means that they need to update the market before the market opens, and that happens this morning, so expect some news early on. Uh, What Suncorp has is, of course, a big insurance arm, but it does have a bank, and it's heavily skewed towards home loans. It's based in Queensland. Uh, For ANZ, it's had a fairly flat run when it comes to new mortgages, so it's looking to boost the home loans part of its business. And of course, Queensland is a really good place to do it because it's the state that's taking the most new residents from other states. The deal would still have to pass some tests. It would need to get cleared by Treasurer Jim Chalmers and the competition regulator. What the ACCC would be looking at is reduced competition amongst the regional banks. If Suncorp does get bought by ANZ, it leaves just two regional banks, the Bank of Queensland and the Bendigo and Adelaide Bank. A bit of royal news now, though not the kind they'd like. A movie is set to be made of Prince Andrew's disastrous 2019 interview with the BBC's Newsnight, the one in which he gave his take on his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I have a bit of a confession to make on this. I read the excerpt from the book that this movie is going to be based on uh, and I didn't tell you about it, so I really feel a bit You've been errant. holding back. I have been holding back. Um, it was an excellent read. Uh, it was by Sam McAllister, who was a producer on the BBC's Newsnight program. That was the program that took a lot of effort to get Prince Andrew over the line to do that interview. And, of course, we now know... What happened? Uh, it was a disaster. It was a complete train wreck. Uh, but the story of behind the scenes, what actually happened to get them across the line uh, and the fact that he and his team thought that he did an outstanding job uh, as they wrapped up that interview was really quite alarming. Uh, of course, in that interview, he revealed that he wasn't a sweaty guy. Uh, that mm. was in relation to claims from Virginia Dufray, who was the then 17-year-old girl who claimed that he had assaulted her um, said that he was sweaty. Um, Also, Andrew said that it couldn't have happened because on the night uh, in question, the night that she said it had happened, um, he was at the Pizza Express in Woking. Just such a memorable uh, train wreck of an interview. The movie is set to be released in 2024. No word yet on casting. I'll pop a link to that excerpt in your episode notes, seeing as how Claire's been holding back on us on that one. 
an Australian named Philip K. Chapman, who became NASA's first foreign-born scientist astronaut, will finally get his chance to head into space or clear his ashes will. Yep, he's an Aussie and a little capsule of his ashes are going to make that voyage. His family say that's very exciting given he didn't during his life uh, make it into space. Uh, But... Yep, he's now going. It's a space company called Celestis that do memorial space flights. It really seems that when it comes to commercialising space travel, there are no limits. <laughs> they say that there isn't a more compelling memorial service for someone who loves science fiction, marvels at space, or simply longs to be at one with the cosmos. So if that sounds like you, I'll pop a link to it in your episode notes as well. Squiz the day, Claire. What are you taking note of today? Today is Nelson Mandela International Day. It's a United Nations anniversary. Uh, Prince Harry is actually going to address the UN General Assembly uh, at its annual celebration of Nelson Mandela's life. That will happen for us overnight tonight. Good one to watch. It is the anniversary of the death of Jane Austen back in 1817. I watched the new Persuasion adaptation on the weekend, Claire. Mixed reviews from me. Oh, I watched it. I quite enjoyed it. I'm not as snobby as you are about these things, I think. (laughs) It is my favourite Jane Austen Uh, novel. High expectations. Yeah, that might have had something to do with it. It was good fun, though. I will give it that. That is all from us today. Have a good Monday. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.